This is IFO Podcast Series, the official podcast from IFO Show, the one and only talk show about every IELTS that helps you to reach your dream. About this guest, and I'm excited too. And you guys, I know, will be excited as well. To find out who she is, why don't you uh, take a look at the video we have just in store for you? Hi guys, my name is Lung Thi Ling, and I was crowned Miss World Vietnam 2019. I am currently a student at Foreign Trade University, majored in International Business Economics. Before becoming a beauty queen, I spent most of my time studying to have good performance at school and to achieve IELTS score 7.5. During my reign, I have done and obtained certain things, but what makes me most proud of is my beauty with a purpose journey. I will not spoil you guys now, but everything will be revealed in this episode of IELTS Face-Off in just a moment. Stay tuned! I'm, I'm so excited to have you on the show today. I think it's, it's a wonderful opportunity for our whole audience to be able to see you know, a beauty queen, a, a very popular one, um, to be brave enough to go on an English-speaking show and just really share her story. I think it's, it's great to be vulnerable, isn't it? Yeah, I'm also excited to be in the show today. It's wonderful. Mike, I know you've been super, super excited um, to have uh, Lung Thi Ling on the show. Now that we're all here together, uh, could you just, you know, share with us how you ended up here, how you ended up being the person that you are today? Well, recently I shared a post on my Facebook about my Missile Vietnam 2019 journey, and it is exactly what happened. I just received lots of encouragement from my friends and even my university teacher. I thought, okay, I'm gonna give it a try. And so it went. I took part in the competition, I did my best, and eventually got the highest prize and the title Miss Vietnam 2019. Um, everything happened to me was so amazing. It was such an amazing um, experience that I would never ever forget. I remember the coronation night, um, I was crying when they called my name for the final result while I still had to walk and wave all the audiences. That was such a memorable experience I will never ever forget. Now you mentioned that you were a little bit surprised or a bit shocked to, to, to find out that you'll be crowned that night. Um, what did you expect of a beauty queen uh, competition, of a pageant, before you, you participated in it? Did you, um, what did you imagine it to be? And, uh, you know, what was the reality like? Was it exactly like what, what you expected or how different was it? It was totally different from what I expected it would be. Uh, at first, I thought beauty pageant would be really, really easy, just photo shooting, filming, walking around, but actually it turned out we have a lot of photo shooting, filming. Uh, beside that, we also have many, many community works, um, but it's really, really fun to do it with all the girls. One of the things that I think, you know, to invite you here, um, first of all, we want to showcase, of course, to the world and to the Vietnamese audience that you know there is brain beauty and a consciousness that's that can all be t 
together, you know, in one person. Um, you are from the northern mountainous region of Vietnam, and you're doing a lot of community work for all of these kids. Now, of course, a lot of people are going to ask you about whether you're confident about your looks, and that's a question we'll talk about later. But are you confident in being able to create real and true value to a lot of these mountainous communities? Um, back when I was in grade eight, I started my a little, like a small community work that I saved my small changes to give to an orphanage in my hometown, and that's when I start my beauty with a purpose. Like it, uh, it continues until now. Um, I think that after I got the prize and I got the title as Miss World Vietnam 2019, uh, I got more chances to. Um, enlarge my community works to reach out further to the underprivileged, not only in my hometown, but many, many other provinces in not only Vietnam, but also in the world. And I'm so glad that I can do something to better off this world. Very nice. Now, I'm a very competitive person. You all know that, so I love competitions. And I haven't had the privilege of um, participating in a Miss World uh, contest ever. So could you share with us what it was like to be on that stage to, to sort of like shout out Vietnam, to represent the country of your, of your home? What was it like? Actually, you can take part in Mr. World, I think. <laughs> you have to be single, unfortunately, and I'm already okay, locked in. Lost so. the chance. Um, I'm very proud to be raising our flag the flag of Vietnam in such a world stage. Um, it's such an amazing journey and it's such an amazing experience for me to be on such a huge stage when I was just 19. At first, I think it would be really hard to like, talk in front of the world, but it turned out that I just bring my nation pride, my patriotism out there and everything is fine. You know, on, on that world stage, when you were representing Vietnam, um, of course, I'm sure in your head, you're thinking about what can I do to make my country proud? But was there any sense of, you know, like of yourself in the whole process? Did you ever think about like, okay, you know, I want to make sure that, that I shine so that my country shines. I want to make sure I get along with all the girls. Um, so my, my question is, you know, what were some of the experiences at Ms. World? What went through your head when you participated in the competition? Well, I think the whole journey is so memorable. I have so many experience, precious experiences uh, when I took part in Miss World. Um, but I think the most um, memorable moment and the most precious one is when in the final night when I wear the traditional clothes and I have to dance on the stage <laughs> among like 120 other nations. And it's, <laughs> it's so emotional to bring your flag and your national costume there. This season is all about daring to do something. So obviously you must have had some um, memorably challenging and terrifying moments in that, in that competition. Were there any of those moments at all? And how did you overcome the fear when, when it happened? Actually, I have always been a sleepy head. 
<laughs> so I think the most terrifying thing that I have to do when I become a beauty pageant title holder is that I have to stay up late and the next morning I have to wake up very, very early. Sometimes I have to wake up at 2 a.m. just to make up and getting things done before shooting. Wow, that's a, that's a lot of hard work, right? You know, they see everything is perfect, but they, they don't know the work that goes behind the whole process. Right now, you know, when, when you think about confidence for, for girls, right, and for the youth in Vietnam, what do you, why do you think Vietnamese people are not so confident yet? Well, I think they're not feeling confident because they don't believe in they, themselves because they receive so many negative comments about maybe their appearance or their ability. And I think that the first thing to change that is to just tell them that just believe in yourself. But, but it's not enough. I think that after you believe in yourself, you have to put so much hard work on it to make it happen. Has your confidence changed uh, since you became um, Miss World Vietnam or has it always been the same? Uh, at the beginning of Miss World Vietnam 2019 journey, I was so shy, so hesitant to do anything. And at that time, I was not so confident about myself because I was too tall. That's ironic, isn't it? You're not <laughs> confident because you're tall. Yeah, no, a lot I of men feel <laughs> intimidated by that. <laughs> during the journey, um, I met so many people that are so confident about themselves, even though they don't have the height like me, they don't have uh, like beautiful appearance or something, stuff like that, but they are still confident, they still believe in themselves, and I think that's what makes them so attractive. So that's why I stopped telling myself that I cannot and I'm not beautiful, and I start telling myself that, yes, you can, and that's when I start like, believe in myself more and feel more confident. So are there any um, figures, public figures or any inspirational people that have sort of um, told you that you can? Um, when I was younger, when I was at school, um, some friends told me that I was a monster because I, I was too tall back then. I was like this and they was like this. They tell me that I'm not pretty and I'm like monster in their eyes. Oh no. Well, that boy, where's that boy now? <laughs> no, actually it's girls. It was a girl. <laughs> wonder where she is at the moment. What I she would say if she was here right now. But um, what I meant is, are there any people that you sort of um, look up to that you, that you see as inspiration for becoming who you are and doing what you're doing right now? I think everyone can teach me something and they can be an inspiration for me. But I think that the role model that I am following is my mother. She's good at her work, of course, and beside that, um, she, she can manage all the family stuff very well. Okay, Phoebe, have you got anything else? Yeah, I'm sure a lot of our audience and everybody who's, who's going to watch the show, um, they're all very curious about English as a tool for you. You managed to, to, to get to the level of an IELTS 7.5. You took the IELTS before. Yeah, I so, did. So how did you do that? And were you a very studious and nerdy student in school? I'm not that nerdy. <laughs> um, I think here's a little tip. 
I think diligence is a key, and I think that you should know what you why you learn English. For example, you learn English just to look cooler than those who don't speak English well, or you learn English just to understand the lyrics of the English songs that you like. And, and beside that, I also suggest that you should um, set goals to your English journey. For example, um, before you go to bed today, um, you have to write down what you have to do tomorrow, such as um, learning 10 pages of English grammar. And the next morning when you wake up, you have to finish it. Otherwise, you have to punish yourself, like 10 pages more. So what songs, um, now that you've mentioned music, what songs have uh, prompted you to uh, improve your English better, to, to get the meaning of, of, of the song? Every song is an inspiration for me, but I really love How Far I'll Go. Uh-huh. By... Moena. Yeah, Moena. <laughs> I love that movie. <laughs> now back to, to the, your English journey. Um, I think you're going to be, you know, I know that you are doing a lot of community work for, for the young. But I also know that many youths in Vietnam will look up to you because you can speak English and you can, you can do it very well. Um, how do you see you know, the language being a tool for you to, 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 to live your life or to help the community? Well, I think the main purpose of a language is to communicate and connect people with each other. So when I start learning English, one of the reasons why I learned English is that I want to communicate with foreign friends so that I can understand more cultures. Uh, and beside that, after I become a beauty queen, I think that it could help me on my Beauty with Purpose journey uh, as I can, maybe I can call for some assistance from outside of Vietnam so that they can have the underprivileged in our country. How do you see, you know, what are some of the areas that, that we can expect to, to see you being involved in, in the near and the, in the far future? Well, I'm always in the mood for trying new things, but I think I'll start with modeling first. Um, when I was a kid, I was so amazed by how gracefully the models walk on the runway. I remember spending the whole day watching every fashion show on a fashion channel just to figure out how to move like them. And I'm, I feel really happy and lucky that I now, became, I now become a beauty pageant title holder, so I got more chances to, meet, uh, to be on the runway, to be on the magazines, and to meet creative people. Wonderful. Um, I think right now is a perfect time for us to actually direct the questions to the audience. And let's see, what types of questions are available for our Miss Vietnam, Miss World Vietnam? Um, hello, Lee. I have a question for you. Like uh, you said before, uh, in your near future, you are going to be a try modeling. But uh, besides that, there is something about, um, do you th plan something for, about singing or being actress? Uh, or maybe uh, become an MC or something? Thank you for your question. Um, actually, I'm really interested in becoming a host of a show. So I think I will learn MC. And beside that, 
I'm still a university student, major in international business economics. So I think when I graduate, I will apply what I study at Foreign Trade University to run my own business. And well, I think that I'm always ready for what life is going to throw at me. So I just leave and go with the flow. She mentioned emceeing. Is my job in danger? Well, think about it this way. You know, maybe you'll have another co-host on the IELTS Face Off show. Oh, that, uh, next to this one. The entire country now know you as Miss World Vietnam 2019. How do you want Lung Thuy Linh to be known? Lung Thuy Linh is actually Miss World Vietnam 2019. What I'm showing people is who I really am. I'm not hiding anything. I'm still a university student, love hanging out love to chit-chat, blah, blah, blah. I'm still me. The title doesn't change me. This is IFO Podcast. You can follow IFO on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, TikTok, or Twitter. If you haven't followed it yet, go to Spotify and follow. Thank you for listening.